0: I know it's been a while, but I'm back. And today I'll be talking about what it seems like everybody's talking about lately, especially on social media. We're talking about Kwame Brown. Let's get into it.
1: We got that hypnosis. Hmm? This system of this, this wicked system, this Babylonian mystery criminal syndicate system uh, has people in a slum. have to get out. Oh, get out to be free in your mind.
0: Shalom, shalom, and welcome back to another episode of Jacob's Seed Podcast, where the diaspora speaks. The whole purpose of this podcast is to get uplifting, thought-provoking content out to the Semitic diaspora, Um, and we know that the people of African-American descent are a part of that Semitic diaspora. Ladies and gentlemen, my brothers and sisters, I am so glad to be back. Yes, I've been gone for a while I know, I do apologize uh, But I, I hope you guys are excited to hear my voice Because I am excited to talk to you all It's been a long time Actually, it's only been a month But it seems like it's been a very, very long time So what I've been doing I've been working on some side stuff Working on some investments uh, uh, Doing, uh, obviously, the the family man thing And, you know, just, just trying out some other stuff Alright, uh, just been kind of busy um, and I hope uh, that you guys understand. I have not been neglecting you all. I've uh, been thinking about you all. Um, matter of fact, my wife's been like, yo, uh, you're Yahoo. You need to get back on. Uh, 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 you need to get back on your podcast. Like people need to hear you. So I'm back. I'm, I'm definitely back. Uh, listen, if you want to check out this podcast, well, number one, let me say this. Uh, there's going to be some changes coming. Uh, nothing drastic. Uh, just one. Actually, one change. Uh, I will be taking down the website, Jacob C. Podcast. Uh, not because anything is wrong with it, but it's all about, uh, ROI. So ROI is return on investment. So I am paying to keep up a website. That's not bringing me back the investment, which I thought it would bring. So we just don't, we don't continue to, uh, um, as a good business practice. Um, and even as a life practice, even relationships or anything else, we, we don't continue to hang on to things that are not bringing us the investment in which we thought it would bring us, uh, whether that's, uh, business, whether that's relationships, uh, whether that's education, whatever it may be, whatever arena of life, um, if the thing that you thought was going to bring you um, a good return on investment and it did not bring you anything, uh, it's time to drop that thing. All right. Uh, so that's good advice for anything. So if, if the man that you with, uh, that's probably sitting in the car right next to you, if he ain't giving you uh, the investment that you thought he was going to give you, it's, it's time to drop him. If that woman you with, who might be sitting right next to you driving the car listening to this podcast, uh, you might have your headphones on looking right at her right now. Listen, if she ain't giving you the return on your investment you thought she had, you know what I'm saying? Uh, It's time to get rid of her, all right? Um, And Unless you're married, you got to work it out. Uh, Jacob C. Podcast does not uh, believe in divorce. Uh, We believe in working things out, obviously. Um, Everything here is about uh, in a biblical way, everything coming from a, a Torah perspective, uh, so if, if there's no infidelity, if there's no abuse, then uh, you got to work that marriage out, all right. But anyway, uh, just long way to say, website is going down, but uh, you do not have to uh, go to Jacob C. Podcast to listen to uh, Jacob Podcast com to listen to this podcast. Obviously, this podcast will still uh, be streaming on your favorite podcast streaming things Apple um, Apple Podcast, uh, Google Play Music, uh, Spotify, um, Stitcher. Um, All over the place, uh, wherever, Anchor, um, wherever you're going to be. And I am going to get into a subscription service. um, And in in that subscription service, you'll get more in-depth interviews. Uh, We'll be talking about um, some deeper issues that that maybe cannot go um, on the airwaves because people are kind of just sensitive these days. Uh, But anyway, sometimes the truth hurts. I was uh, in the synagogue this Shabbat, and uh, (coughs) one of the uh, speakers said that sometimes when you speak life, if the person is not ready to hear that message, it sounds like death to them. Um, and that was a good word, very good word. Um, shout out to Kelly Viner and the whole Restoring the Branches family. All right, let's get into this. So we're talking about Kwame Brown, right, and his seemingly assault on a sports media, And not just sports media, but if you listen to him, he has a YouTube channel called Bust Life, uh, kind of a play because everybody calls him a bust. He was the number one NBA draft pick uh, when he came out of high school, got drafted to the Washington Wizards. Um, And by all intents and purposes, the media says that he did not live up to the hype. He did not do what he was drafted to do. Uh, but he rebuttals that by giving example after example after example um, of other men who've been in the NBA who had similar stats um, and have had contract extensions, who have been to All-Star Games, who have been given names like the White Mamba, and we'll, we'll hear a clip from him talking about that pretty soon. Uh, but I've talked about this in concert before, just talking about um, living in a world where we have to have uh, critical thinking, right? have to have critical thinking and we cannot believe everything that we hear. Okay. So just because we hear it on the news, just because we even hear it from a, uh, somebody who's in the same religion or the same arena that you are on YouTube does not make it right. Um, the scriptures tell us to prove all things. So it is our job to prove everything. All right. You cannot just take something at face value and run with it. I don't care if it's, an organization, whether that be a Black Lives Matter organization, whether that be NAACP organization, heck, whether that whether that may be signing up for a credit card, I don't, whatever it is, you can't take anything at face value. Right. You have to do your research, your, your good research. You cannot be a lazy person and expect anything of any kind of wealth um, or, or, or good prosperity in return. You have to do your research because a lot of us, unfortunately, have attached ourselves to relationships, have attached ourselves to organizations, have attached ourselves to bad credit, all because we did not do research. We did not use our brain, Okay, Uh, because she looked good, because he looked good, because social media is telling me that I need because of my certain skin color, because of my sexual orientation, that I need to be a part of this organization, And now you find that you're in that organization, you're with that person, you have this credit, and now you don't want it anymore, and you're stuck. You don't know what to do. All because you did not do your due diligence, and you did not do your research. You did not use critical thinking. And that's the same kind of uh, idea that Kwame Brown has kind of brought um, to the social media world. And he's taken it by fire because he's saying so many things that are true and people are so hungry for something that is just real. Uh, we've lived in a world with reality TV that we know is not real. We live in a world of social media that we know is not real. Uh, we live in a world of entertainment. Uh, the whole purpose of, of the television is to dumb down, um, uh, according to the Comedic 300 book, is to dumb down Uh, the American society to a sixth grade thinking level. If they can get you to think, you remember that show, Are You Smarter Than a Fifth Grader? They can get you to think at a sixth grade level. They can can pull anything over your eyes. They can make up any kind of conspiracy and you run with it. Uh, They can say that the president can come on TV and say any wild thing and you just run with it. Depending on if you're you know, you're know, on the side of Biden, if you're on the side of Trump, or if you're not on government side at all. If you find somebody on YouTube that's not on the government side and, and throwing wild conspiracies, you just believe it because they agree with you. But, but why do you agree with them? How is that information true? Why is that information true? And it's true according to who? Backed by what research? And the research that is backed by is that credible? Can we count on the past research to prove present situations. Because most of the time, even past research is biased. It's it's sex biased, it's it's generational biased, it's age biased, it's racial biased, it's socioeconomically biased. So sometimes we have to take in consideration all these different things before we make a decision on something. Before we just jump into the deep end on something, we have to do our research, Uh, we have to use critical thinking, and we, we really have to ask the question, how, why, and according to who? Uh, because I always say, because people always kind of, well, you know, that uh, uh, according to such and such, black people are the worst of this and the worst of that, and they have the most of this and the most of that. Well, what research are you looking at? And that's according to who? How many people did they poll? Did they poll the whole country? Do do like they usually do and poll 200 people? And they say, well, uh, based on uh, 50% of Americans, uh, blah, 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 blah. Like, absolutely not. Do your own research. And when it comes to the African-American community, know this. We are only 13% of the population. We can't be the most of anything in this country. Their stuff is based off of statistics that is, that is based off of ratios. So, for instance, if, I'm in a, if I am in a city of five people and uh, two people get murdered, now all of a sudden, my murder rate, my crime rate is off the hinges because two out of five people got murdered. I think it's like 30-something, 30-something percent, right? I'm not good at math, so you know, check it, but whatever. But then if I'm in a city of 500,000 people and two people get murdered, well, what do you say then? Nothing. It doesn't even hit the radar. It's not even on your statistical sheet. So, give me the, always look for the raw numbers. Don't be looking for percentages. Always look for the raw numbers when you do things. But, anything, anyway, we're talking about Kwame Brown. So, is Kwame Brown correct when he talks about how media begins to uh, uh, fashion things in a way to especially make black men look crazy um, and look um, violent, um, look angry? Uh, Do you agree with that sentiment? So I'm going to play a clip real quick, and he's uh, discussing LeVar Ball um, and how the media has treated LeVar Ball. So however you feel about LeVar Ball, you think he's uh, the greatest person in the world or you're not a fan of his, Um, I think uh, what Kwame Brown has to say about the whole LeVar Ball situation, not just LeVar Ball, but the media situation um, altogether, um, it's it's telling. Um, And I believe it's true. But, again, I wouldn't even say believe me. Do your own research. So I'm going to play this clip. Um, and then we're going to talk about it. So
1: here we go. Barbo, he's known now as a crazy man. He's crazy for speaking about his son in a way that's beautiful. He's manifesting that his sons are the best players. They're better than MJ. Why the, what the fuck are they supposed to say? A man, if a woman had two kids, especially three, that's pro. Don't you think you'll highlight that story and say she's a good mama? But an outspoken, because he's an outspoken man and you don't like something he say, this man got three kids in professional basketball. Three, he don't get no highlight. You don't say he a great guy. You say he crazy, but then somehow Kwame wrong. Y'all want to make this about me. I got example after example, Derrick Rose, Dropped 50 points. Highlight, the man battled through adversity, battled through the slums, battled through the hard streets of Chicago. Battled through injuries, battle-tested warrior, young black lion. Came back from a horrific knee injury, playing well later on in his career. What did Rachel Nicholson bring up that had nothing to do with that young man's success? Still think I'm lying? Kwame Brown is known as a bus. Scalabrini is known as the white mamba. Still think I'm lying? See, y'all easy to beat. Because the facts are right there in front of you. Y'all fucking with AI. And this Stephen A bitch was AI friend. And he was the main one that could've got in contact with AI to stop that story, that they made this man look like an idiot. A man who busts his ass, worked so hard, one of the legends. And in one instant, he's made to look like he's not dedicated to the game when his friend get getting, getting murdered. And now he's known all over the world. And y'all play a little clip. You talking about practice. You talking about practice guys
0: are sick in the media there you have it so that is um Kwame Brown's uh, opinion about the media that they are sick in the media so he said a couple of things that are telling um, and I'm going to get into them right now so he uh, the first thing he said was that uh, about the LeVar Ball situation that he's made out to be a crazy man Uh, because of the things that he has said about his sons. Um, And so far, uh, at least two of his sons, uh, not all three, uh, a third one, uh, the middle child did try out for, I believe, the Detroit Pistons. Um, He didn't quite pan out, um, but I believe he's in the G League or he's overseas or something like that. So it's still some some form of professional basketball that he's playing. Um, uh, Obviously, um, uh, the oldest son, the oldest ball, he plays for the New Orleans Pelicans. I mean, the youngest just got drafted number two overall to the Charlotte Hornets. Um, and it's funny to me, the narrative, it is not just about, I don't believe it's just, it's just about being an outspoken man. As he said, I believe because he was a outspoken African American man, that there was some issue with him uh, because we celebrate, um, Peyton Manning's Archie Manning all the time for putting two of his sons, uh, uh in the NFL and not just putting them in the NFL, but we have Peyton Manning. Um, And we have uh, I can't think of the other uh, Manning brothers uh, first name right now, Uh, but we have him who uh, Peyton Manning obviously played for the Indianapolis Colts and ended his career with the Denver Broncos. And then you have the other uh, Manning brother who played his whole career with the New York Giants. Uh, Both of those brothers have multiple uh, um, Super Bowl champions and uh, uh, Peyton Manning, I believe, has four or five uh, MVP awards and, and so on and so forth. And Archie Manning is always praised uh, for the way that he's raised his children and that he put two sons and could have been three. They said a the third son could have made it had he not had an injury um, that, that uh, derailed his, his college career. Uh, but he's praised for the way he's raised his sons. Um, and he always talks highly of his sons. But when it seems like when an African-American man is outspoken, speaks highly of his sons, and he's a, and he's a great father, obviously to the son, these, sons, these boys love their father um he he's raised him in a great neighborhood he's i'm sure he had to sacrifice to get where he was at um whatever he's doing i believe he's like a personal trainer or something like that but i'm sure he didn't start that way okay so because he's an African-American man, I believe and I'm not trying to make this about race by any stretch of the imagination. But I gave an example of Archie Manning um, and I'm sure there's other examples of, of, of Caucasian brothers or uh, brothers of other ethnicities, uh, fathers of other ethnicities who have taken their sons to whether it be professional sports, whether it be acting, whether it be business, um, all those different things. And they're praised for it and they can say all kind of crazy stuff. Uh, for instance, Donald Trump. You may love him, hate him, whatever. But he says all kind of crazy stuff and he gets the presidency. LeVar Paul says something crazy. He gets kicked off of ESPN, and gets kicked off, off of uh, Fox Sports or whatever it may be. So what Kwame Brown is saying is very true. And we also live in a world that is skewed feminine. Now, I am not anti-woman. Obviously, I have a wife. I'm a father of three girls. I love my girls. I love my wife. But I believe that there are balances in the world. I believe when we get into um, when we get into this this whole feminine movement, um, this feminist movement, right? Um, That there's an issue, Um, and then even on the flip side, I don't think there should be uh, uh, this egotistical, um, uh, arrogant male chauvinistic type. Um, attitude either that 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 obviously that was perpetuated uh through the through the 50s and the 60s and uh so on and so forth right that men can do whatever they want to um they can lie cheat abuse and whatever they want to and get away with it i don't think men should be able to do that i don't think women should be able to do that should be a a a good balance as the torah teaches us that if everybody plays their role uh, then we can have peace between the sexes Uh, but people don't want that Uh, women want to be men men want to be women uh, by, and, and all sorts of kind of things. We we don't want to be what the Creator has made us to be. Um, so because of that, our roles are are muddled. Um, our uh, everything is muddled that we do. Um, everything is skewed that we do. Everything is uh, uh, has been distorted and perverted that we do because we don't want to follow the plan of the Creator um, from the Torah from the beginning. All right. Uh, that's no different when we're talking about the media. When a black man, an African-American man, so-called, speaks out and says that his kids are the best to ever play the game, all of a sudden he's crazy. But have we ever stepped back? Have you ever stepped back and heard the media said, man, this guy deserves the father of the year award? Absolutely not. But again, an Archie Manning gets the father of the year award every single year. That is a problem. It's a problem. And he said, obviously, if it's a woman did it, uh, she'd have been praised. Oh, look at the hardship that she had to go through to raise these young boys into men, get them into the NFL. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe it. It becomes a national story. Now, all of a sudden, she's on Good Morning America and and, and all this other good stuff, right? There's a problem with that. We can't keep eating what the media continues to feed us because as an African-American community, They no longer have to uh, 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 redline. They no longer have to gerrymander. They no longer have to uh, drop drugs in our neighborhood. They no longer have to uh, uh, send guns in our neighborhood. we, We understand those things are still happening, unfortunately, in different communities around this nation. But all they can do is misdirect you and distract you while at the same time they're taking over your community and you don't even realize it. It's a shame that I live in one of the largest African-American cities. Yet we only own 1% of businesses here. I'll say that again. I live in one of the largest African-American communities. 64% of this city is African-American. Yet only we only own 1% of the businesses here. Yet when I walk into my job, everybody has on new J's. Everybody has on $100 jerseys. Everybody wants to look good. All these females are walking around with Louis Vuitton and Michael's bags. Where are you spending your money? Where are you getting this information from that's telling you that these things are what you need to be doing? Who told you it was okay to wear your money, your paycheck on your feet? Who told you it was okay to wear your paycheck on your shoulder? Who told you it was okay to wear your paycheck on your head, on your neck, in your teeth? This is all part of the big red machine that we call the media. Whether it's regular media, NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox, Viacom, whatever it is, TBS, TNT, wherever the news come on. Right Whatever media that's feeding you or whether it's social media, whether it's Facebook, Instagram, uh, uh, Snapchat, uh, I don't know what all the new stuff that's going on that's out here. Well, whatever whatever people are getting into, whatever you're allowing to feed you, whatever you're allowing to feed you is going to move you into a direction that's either good for your life or not so good for your life. So Kwame Brown also said that uh, uh, y'all. He's a southerner He said y'all are easy to beat Because information is right in front of you But we choose to take the word of the people that's on the TV We choose to take the word of people that's behind the mic on the radio We choose to take the word of people that's behind the mic on the podcast Hell I'm not not, uh, uh, exempt from being wrong Fact check me Make sure what I'm saying is right I'm part of the media too But my thing is that when we listen to things, we have to listen with a critical ear. When we look at things, we have to look at things with a critical eye. Everything is not what it seems. There's always something behind the something. Even when the president speaks, there's always something behind what he's saying. Uh, We just uh, got finished watching a, a, a war between Palestine and Israel. There's always something behind the war. It's not just about that conflict. There's something behind the conflict. But are we doing our research? Are we doing our due diligence? Or are we blindly being led by the media to believe certain things that aren't really true? There's plenty of instances where Kwame Brown said that you guys believe I have small hands, but I don't. Slow feet, but I don't. That I can't dunk, but there's plenty of films of me dunking. So it's crazy. Uh, For instance, Stephen A. Smith gets on uh, the TV to rebuttal Kwame Brown, and he shows all of these videos of all these bad plays of Kwame Brown. I bet if you went to YouTube right now and you typed in Michael Jordan fails, or Michael Jordan's worst games, that you can reel together um, a two-minute clip of Michael Jordan looking like the worst basketball player to ever play the game. To ever play the game. Yet... Stephen A. Smith swore out of his mouth that him, uh, 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 the people off of all the smoke, uh, uh, Charlemagne the God, and all these other people never attacked this man personally. And there's going to be hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people who believe Stephen A. Smith because they believe the product and the machine of ESPN, sports media. When you can get on YouTube right now and literally look up video of Stephen A. Smith attacking this man on a personal level, These other brothers that he calls Becky with the good hair, attacking them on a personal level. Charlemagne the God attacking him on a personal level. But yet because we do not do our due diligence and because we are not critical thinkers half the time, we believe anything that that we're being fed. And that's not good. We have to open our eyes. We have to open our ears. We have to start paying attention. It's, it's okay to watch sports. It's okay to listen to podcasts. Obviously, I want you to continue to listen to my podcast. If you haven't subscribed to this podcast, please subscribe to this podcast and share it with your family and everybody else. It's okay to listen to your YouTube people. It's okay to uh, go through Facebook. And so I'm, I'm not telling you to not do those things, but I'm telling you, while you're being entertained, know that there is a big. Vast world that is around you, and things are happening each and every day, and everything is not as though it seems all the time. Also, we have to quit allowing these people who we do not know, who well, the only reason that we respect them is because they're on TV, because they dribble a ball, throw a ball, hit a puck, whatever it may be. They can't be your spokesman for your life. You cannot be taking advice from these people. You don't know these people personally. You ain't looked at their bank account to know if they're making good business decisions. You can't be taking business advice from these people. Half these people uh, have been through multiple divorces, and yet they want to give you relationship advice. What is that? Half these people have never dribbled a basketball, played any kind of professional sport in their life, yet they have the audacity to to critique professional athletes. What is that? Again, Kwame Brown is absolutely right. Now, uh, could he convey some things in a better way? In my opinion, probably yes, but what he's saying isn't wrong so far when it comes when, it's, when we're talking about the media. We're talking about the media. And we know that for decades, multiple decades, the media has always painted the African American African American community as in a, in a bad light. Right? So And then we start believing some of those things, and we start acting out some of those things, and we start making it very easy for those stereotypes to become true, because we believe that because they said it, it must be true, thus I have to do it. I have to live this way. My brother and my sister, you don't have to live that way. You do not have to live that way. You don't, have to, you don't have to live in the slums. You don't have to uh, uh, rep your hood when it's, when it's killing you and, and, and people are selling stuff that's, uh, that's pumping poison in their bodies and folks are selling their bodies and uh, whatever it may be. There's this miseducation, bad education. You don't have to settle for that. Just because the media has told us this is what an African-American community looks like, let's change the narrative. Let's change what the so-called African-American community looks like because in actuality there are plenty of very wealthy and well-to-do African-American neighborhoods in, 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 in California, um, in Maryland, in Tennessee, um, all throughout the Southeast, all throughout the West Coast. But they never want to mention that all throughout the, the Midwest. They don't want to mention any of that. They don't want to put that on on Good Morning America. They don't want to put that on the magazines. We see these things over and over and over again, how the media likes to twist and pervert things so they can push an agenda. Now, the people on the media ain't in control. I can't 100% fault them. They ain't. In, they did sell themselves out, but they're not in control. The big red machine is in control that we call media, that we know that's owned by the, the wealthy, the elite. And they have an agenda that they're trying to push. Always remember that. There's always an agenda behind media. And the agenda, for instance, I have an agenda. I'm not on here just to be talking. The agenda of this podcast, of Jacob C. Podcast, is to get um, uplifting, encouraging, thought provoking content out to the African American community who is a part of the Semitic diaspora. That is my agenda. But all all media outlets have some kind of agenda. And once you discover what their agenda is, you can start calling out their BS. And that's what Kwame Brown has done. He's discovered the agenda, he's starting to call out the BS. And now the wolves are starting to, they're starting to respond. So you know that he's rattling some cages when people are starting to respond to him. Don't be an easy target. Beloved, uh, uh, don't, don't be an easy target. Do not be an easy target. I don't care if you're listening to, I don't care if you're black, white, Asian, Hispanic. I don't care who you are listening to this. Do not allow the media to pull you left, right, to and fro. Do not believe everything that you hear because you heard it in the media. Just because your favorite sport cast said it don't mean that it's true. Just because your job said it don't mean it's true. Every job has an agenda, whether it's a liberal agenda, conservative agenda, middle of the road agenda. Every job is riding some kind of wave to get their product out to some people. And half the time, the the, the industries don't even care about the people they sell the product to. They're trying to make a buck. Everybody has an agenda. When you discover the agenda... You can shine light on the BS, you can shine light on the darkness. you can start to expose some things. So that's our, that's our li- that's our lifelong homework, all right? exposing uh, that's what the scripture calls us to do to expose the things in the darkness. Now we can't always be focused on darkness because we don't want to get trapped and sucked into the darkness. But as we shine our light, the darkness should automatically be exposed. So we should be light bearers shining light on everything whether it's the media whether it's uh, uh liars at a, at your job whether it's companies whether it's different whatever it is you being a light giver uh, a city on a hill everybody can see it no one dampens their light it's not supposed to happen be a light giver give light speak life all right Uh, Again I hope this episode Bless y'all I'm glad uh, It's glad to be back It feels real good To uh, slap an episode Down here Listen if you have not Subscribed Please subscribe to Jacob C. Podcast On wherever You listen to your Podcast at Uh, As always Keep it 98 plus 2 Seek truth Live it out And inform others Shalom Peace